With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Unbreakable with Jay Glaser, a mental wealth podcast. Build you from the inside out. Now, here's Jay Glaser. Welcome into Unbreakable, a mental wealth podcast with Jay Glazer. I'm Jay Glazer. Really excited for my guest today because she is a very empowered woman who Rosie and I actually lean into for help with our relationship now that we've gotten going. And Rosie really looks up to her, and I'm going to get to her really quick here. But before that, if you're like many people, you may be surprised to learn that one in five adults in this country experienced mental illness last year, yet far too many failed to receive the support they need. Carolyn Behavioral Health is doing something about it. They understand that behavioral health is a key part of whole health, delivering compassionate care that treats physical, mental, emotional, and social needs in tandem. Carolyn Behavioral Health, raising the quality of life through empathy and action. Really honored to have our next guest on. We've had her husband on twice. The amazing John Gordon wrote the Energy Bus. The reason why John is as successful as he is is because he has this gangster of a woman behind him and in front of him and each side of him holding him up. And she's now doing it for Rosie and I as well. The one only Catherine Gordon. She is a wife, mother, businesswoman, movie producer, and a best-selling author of a book called Relationship Grit and the host of the Catherine for Real podcast. And the Relationship Grit is an amazing book and Again, Rosie's 55, I'm 54. It's the first time we've really found true love. And no matter who you are in your life, folks, we need to find a coach. But how do we find a relationship coach? Well, good thing. One of my best friends is married to one. And that's Catherine Gordon. How are you? <laughs> hey, Jay. Thanks for having me on. Amazing. You know, I love you and Rosie. And I especially love that you are willing and open to look at yourselves and find ways to help improve your relationship. Yeah, we you have know? to, because it's, we don't know what we're doing, but also obviously I've been really bad at it in the past. You know, I was married for a very short period of time and didn't go well. And I've had I think, three or four engagements. And I knew those weren't right. And like, I've just always been kind of looking for love in the wrong places. And I finally found somebody that, wow, I really am like truly in love with. I've never experienced this before and I don't want to mess it up. So how do I not mess it up? Cause obviously I've been bad about it in the past. So that's why I've always, I look at anybody like a coach, but to have somebody like you in our lives where she can look up to also has like, Catherine, I can't tell you how much you've helped us. Oh, thank you so much, no. Jay. And you know, it is interesting 
One of the biggest compliments I've ever received, besides what you just said, (laughs) was I got an email from an 80-year-old woman, and I didn't know she was 80 at the beginning of the email. And she starts telling me that she read my book and was, you know, started saying our prayer, and we could, we'll talk about that, and was complimenting her husband and that her husband didn't know what was happening with her. And she said her husband was turning 95 that like that summer. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, here's this 80 year old woman, 95 year old man, and they're using things to help their relationship get better. Right. So you can improve your relationship no matter where you are in it. And that's really what I love about the book and um, the feedback that I get from it. I also love the fact that I can look at this and go, wow, man, this 95 year old guy, I got some game. He's getting so many 15 years (laughs) younger than him. I like it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I love it. That's, that's so right. funny. You did the math on yeah, that right, right, right away. Right. Yay, that's what my I brain goes it. to, right? All right. I so let's, it. you got it right up behind you. Relationship grit. Let's dive in. Tell, tell me, tell everybody what that is. Okay. There it is. So relationship grit is basically our story. And I always have to tell people, it's not a story of, oh my gosh, look at us. We're so great. We've made it this far and everything's been perfect. You'll read in the book, we go back and forth and it's Catherine's side and John's side. And it's the ugly truth. I mean, it is the struggles of depression, addiction, infidelity. I mean, we really kind of kind of ran the gamut in our relationship. And the surprising thing is we made it through all that and we're still together and our relationship is stronger than it's ever been. And we realized as we started talking to couples that we had a framework. And I thought, you know, John, I think we really need to put this framework into a book and share it with everyone. And that's how the book came about. And so the GRIT, which is, you know, in the title of my book, is actually an acronym. And it's G-R-I-T. And the G is for God. The R is for resolve. The I is for invest. And the T is for together. And I can walk you through those if you want. Yeah, I want you to walk me through it. Absolutely. So Because Rosie reads it. And you know me, I'm like, oh, and then I go to my, you know, the stuff that just calms my brain, which is, you know, like, shooting them up, bang them up, you know, espionage stuff and stuff like that. But she gets in on so and I'm like, man, I gotta read this with you. I really gotta read this with you. No, and then but she'll share some things. But if it helps us again, we're in our fifties, it could definitely help the rest of the world. So the floor is yours. Well, okay, so I'm gonna encourage you to actually listen to it on audio then. It's okay. I mean, the whole book really will take you about two hours to read, listening yeah, to yeah, it. Right. Yeah. You know, you can drive. But what's fun All about books, it, by the way, her her and John Gordon, by the way. And you've heard me bring up the energy bus and me with my ADHD. They're all really small, yep. very ADHD books that are like, how many pages is your book? Oh my gosh. Let me see. My, <laughs> my book is a total of a hundred and 15 pages. Right. But it's small. Okay, oh, yeah. Small it's little books. Small. So, right. If it's a normal book size, it's like 50 pages, folks. So yeah. like dive in. It's easy. And you're right. I did an uh, energy bus in. You know, like two hours. No, all of his books are like that. And we wanted to do that with the real, with relationship grit too, just because 
I wanted it to be a book that people are going to pick up and get through. So, yeah. And so if you listen to the audio, it's actually me and John going back and forth. Oh, wow. So if you know us, it's even more fun because I do drop a couple F-bombs in there. and (laughs) You know, I'm not averse to that. (laughs) Yep. All right. So let's dive in. You know, I, I, I'll say this. So being married to John Gordon, um, you know, and he's known as the positive guy now, but he really wasn't. And he was very negative and suffered from depression and really hard to be around. I mean, we got married. We had kids really, really quickly. He was not a good husband, you know, and so it got to the point. But this is when he was I, a businessman, right? Not a. A motivational speaker and empower. No, 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 no. He, um, actually he owned a couple bars when I met him. And then, you know, yeah. And so we moved to Atlanta and opened up a chain of restaurants called Moe's Southwest Grill. We, right. we didn't start it. We were the franchise. And so, you know, but he was always like struggling to be something else. Does that make sense? Like he had yep. all these ideas and all these things going in and he was young and he had two young children. And you know, it's really hard to go after your dream when you have to pay the mortgage. Right. Right. But I did finally get to a point where I said, I can't do this anymore. Like you got to get out. And I kicked him out. And you know, first he, he was blaming me saying I was the reason for him being miserable. Right. But it was really about the fact that he wasn't able to realize and do the things he wanted to do in his life because he was, you know, had to pay the bills. And so he realized he was wrong and came back and apologized. And I said to him, one of the things you need to do is I really need you to go on medication. Like that's, you know, one of the things you need to do to help yourself. And for him, and I don't recommend this for everybody, by the way, I'm, I'm big on if you need to take what you need to take to help yourself. He said, just give me six months. I have a plan. And he started walking every single day. He started journaling every single day. He changed his health. He started eating healthy. It was like a whole thing that he did. And he did become a better person. He was able to deal with his depression better. It didn't go away, but you know, he was able to manage it and really started working on himself. And so in that process, and Jay, he was, he's Jewish. I mean, by, by birth and you know, he's Jewish. And he started listening to a bunch of tapes and for him, he discovered Jesus. So he became a Christian right. and I'm not saying you have to become a Christian right. to be a, you know, a great hey, spouse. Clearly or, I'm know. not. So yeah. No, right. no, 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 no. And you know, but I'm saying, but he found faith, the spiritual oh. right. part of that, right? The God. And that's yeah. where the G comes in. And I'm a huge is, God guy, as you know. Yes. Yes. You know, my we, best friend. Right. My, and mine too. And I love when you say that. I was, I've talked to my best friend in the morning, right? I love that you say that. And I, I don't push religion or anything on anybody else. Like it's my choice to believe that God is my, like a best friend type parent. And and like, what do you want from your best friend parent? Your best friend, you just really want them to listen. I don't go to my best friend all the time and go, man, can you get me this job? Can you make me rich? Can you make sure this happens? Can you make sure that happens? And then I don't blame my best friend when it doesn't happen. And that's what too many of us do with God. So that's not really faith. That's a one-way street that's asking. And also, like, if I'm someone's best friend, all they're doing is asking for stuff for me and getting pissed at me when it doesn't happen and blaming me, are they really my best friend? Like, right. I, am I looking at them going, you're my best friend? So, no, I, I, my relationship that I have with God is when I was on my journey of trying to get up the ladder and, and get a full-time job, I was like, God, I got it. But I'm going to get rejected a ton on the journey. I may. <laughs> all I'm asking is when I do, just pick me up, brush me off, and let's walk this walk together so I never feel alone. It's all I have for of God, not nothing else. That. 
And that's my and, choice, folks. That's just my, that's my faith. And, and then same way, it's great to wake up every morning and say, Hey, I love you to someone. And that's what I do to God. That's beautiful. I always journaled and I need to get back to that. My word for the year, by the way, is faith. Every year we pick a word. And because I've lost that, I used to wake up every morning where you would talk to God. I would talk, but I would also write to him. For me, that was amazing. So I'm going to get back to that. I love that. Okay. So, so, and you know, what I say to people when I actually talk on, on my book is, you know, when I say God, I know everybody has, you know, we're all on different spiritual right. paths. So, you know, it can be a higher power. I mean, if you think about 12 step right. programs, they all, you know, say a higher power, just something bigger than yourself, right? Because we can't do it alone. Right. Cause, and we can't be God. So yeah, right. exactly. And when no. we do, that's when we get in trouble. Yep. Right. And so, um, in the book, as I talk about and well, in our life, uh, we went through a, a period where, well, John had, I, I had went out to, to lunch with some girlfriends and I was not feeling connected to John. We weren't in a bad spot, but I just wasn't feeling connected. But I go out to lunch with some girlfriends and one of my girl, girlfriends starts telling me that she's having an affair on her husband. And another one of my friends tells me her and her husband are getting divorced. And this was like the husband and wife that when we would go play tennis and we were, you know, crossing each other on the on the court they'd kiss and hold hands and john and i <laughs> stand around they're getting a divorce now so i was like oh my gosh so john gets home that afternoon from work and we're we go for a walk on the beach and i'm kind of sharing with him like you know i'm just not feeling really connected and you know so and so and so and so are getting divorced and he literally stops dead in his tracks turns looks at me and says i have something to tell you and my heart dropped and he said Back 14 years when we first got married, I cheated on you. And I, I mean, it was like the breath just was knocked out of me. And, you know, he was telling me the very thing that I was afraid of, right? So now I want to divorce him. And so that kind of, we were, we were on the outs for sure. And so he was fighting so hard to get us back. Okay. So he's on a plane. Wait, what, what, what prompt, what prompted him to tell you 14 years later? Right there. You know, it, when he became a Christian, so this was his spiritual okay. walk with God. Okay. He just said he kept feeling like it was the one thing that was still between okay. us that he needed to share. And he'll tell you this. It's the truth. I mean, honestly, even my father-in-law said to him, Sean, why you got to tell her that? <laughs> right? I mean, honestly, in a way, I was kind of like, really? <laughs> like, and, you know, I asked him, I go, how would you even think that would be okay now? But, you know, in his mind, he said, well, it was so long ago. <laughs> like, no. Right. So, so anyway, um, he's on a plane and sitting next to some guy, you know, and starts pouring his heart out. It's like, my wife's going to leave me, you know, like telling the story. And the guy said, you know what? Something very similar happened to me and my wife. And I'm going to suggest that you come up with a prayer that you two can say together. So under God, when I say bring God into your relationship, it's whatever it looks like for you. But for us, one of the things we did was John came up with a prayer and it is a prayer that we still say every single night. Do you want to hear what it is? Yes. Okay. God, we invite you into our marriage and family to love us, to heal us, to unite us, to strengthen us so we can grow strong together and serve you together and raise children that glorify and honor you. Love that. Yep. Okay. 
All right. And um, we say it every night. If John's traveling, he will call me some nights when we wow. don't get to talk. I'll say it just to myself or he'll say it. And so it's really interesting. So in the beginning, when he came up with his prayer, by the way, he would say this prayer at night when he was still fighting for the marriage. And um, I did. I had kicked him out on the couch. I finally let him back into the bedroom, but I wasn't really speaking to him. And every night he would say this prayer and I would not say it with him. But after a while, I started to kind of memorize the prayer. Right. But I was definitely not going to give him the satisfaction again of saying it out loud. So one night and this was a couple months in, he starts saying the prayer and I literally reached over and grabbed his hand and started saying it with him. I cry every time I think about this. That was the night. Yeah, that was the night that I resolved to stay in the marriage. Mm. And that's where the R comes in for resolve. You know, so many times people think the grass is greener on the other side. No, the grass is greener where you water it, right? And so, you know, you have to fight for your relationship. And you're both going to do things that are going to, <laughs> you know, make you not want to be in the relationship. And now when I say this, and I, I always have to make sure I say this, physical abuse, things like that, that's, that's a deal breaker. I'm not saying stay in a relationship like that. But I mean, right. if you are having issues, you know, where it's normal really to have different issues about sure. money and sex and, you know, unfortunately infidelity, but you know what? If you really, really love each other, stick it out, stay together because it's so worth it. And so that's the that. R okay. for resolve. And so John, I also like to say in the relationship, that was him fighting and resolving to keep me in. Okay. okay. The I stands for invest. So Jay, you'll understand this. I mean, you are so busy. You are all over the place. And, you know, it's it's in segments, right? It's like football season. But it's about during that time, making sure that you are investing in your relationship. And it doesn't have to be quantity. It doesn't have to be a week. Right. It might be you're sending a text to Rosie. Hey, right. thinking about you. I love you. Little things, right? So yep. like a bank account, right? Yep. You just... Gotta keep putting it in. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, a daily podcast from Hello Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Every weekday, we bring you conversations with the culture makers who inspire us. Like our recent episode with Hollywood royalty Regina and Raina King. We talked about the creative power of women's relationships. I feel like, thank God for women. Like, Especially when it comes to Black women, the way we lean on our mothers, our grandmothers, our sisters, our friends, we're just each other's pulse. I mean, it's molecular, you know? Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. You know what I've realized also, like, part of my investment, too, is my communication with her. It's like Mm. at the end of football season, like week 18, huge, obviously, week for me. Where we have, we're going to the playoffs, but that's also the time where I'm doing all the coaching firings and who's, who's staying, who's not, and all that stuff. And I explained to Rosie, I said, Hey, I'm, I'm probably not going to be present even when I'm here with you, but I, I'm, I want you to know, like, I, I'm with you, but I hope you can understand, like, I, which in the past, I probably would have just been me and mm-hmm. it wouldn't, I never invest in that person's <clears throat> feelings, let's say. But now I say, babe, I, I, like, I'm going to be working. I'm going to be on a phone call. It's nonstop, nonstop, nonstop. And I'm going to be here with you, but I'm probably not going to be present. So just understand, like, I like I love you like crazy. I'm just saying it so you can understand me so you're not like, oh, man, this guy's not present with me, which I've never done with anybody. And now she's like, oh, no, I saw you. And like, Super Bowl last year, she's like, no, I get it. I understand. And we're good. But that was like an investment with something like, how could I, again, change some things that I'm doing in this relationship which I didn't do in the past. In the past, it was just, hey, I'm like, hey, I'm I'm doing my job. I'm going after. I'm getting scoops. I'm doing all this, and boom, boom, and that's just most important. Without ever considering the other one's feelings of, man, this person, if she doesn't feel I'm being present, or feels like she's, you know, last on the totem pole, or feels like she doesn't matter, I never took that person's feelings into consideration. That and now, is I, and now I know too. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's funny? In my book, under invest. I talk about the four C's. What are the four C's? You just said it. Communicate, commit, connect, and care. And that communication, oh my gosh, it's so important. But I know, and I get it. Like I, you know, John was the same way when he was busy creating and doing, he he didn't take the time. But it's just, even just turning to Rosie and saying, hey. Because what I realized too, like, I know in my mind, there's no malice. Yeah. That other person doesn't know. That other person's like, man, this guy's, and I've had dude friends of mine too going, bro, you're fucking not present with us. And I'm like, what are you talking about? They're like, you're, you're, you're texting. I'm like, yeah, but you guys know I'm texting with coaches and GMs, my job. And they're like, yeah, but you're not present with us. Like it's still, we know. And so even though they know it's my job, what I'm doing, they've communicated that's pissed them off. So at least for this relationship with Rosie, I'm, I've taken it all into account and I've definitely, I don't think there's such a thing as over communicating. Yeah. We, we, like I said, like, in the past, I've just assumed everybody, oh, you just know what I do. You're fine with it. And now over communicate because they don't always know. They're not always fine with it. Well, there's a guy, John Gordon, and he has okay. a quote, and it is my favorite quote, 
where there's a void in communication, negativity will fill it, right? Yes. Think about it. Yes, it's not like when time. you're yes. not hearing from someone, you're not thinking, oh, yeah. I bet they're thinking great thoughts about me. Why do right. we never <laughs> fill it with positive? We <laughs> never do, right? It's yep. always negative. So. It's always like, oh, this person doesn't call me back. I must have pissed them off. Yeah, Someone's they don't me. like I me. Do, I do it every day. It's every day. That's the, my anxiety. It's yep. an everyday thing. And it's like, oh, man, this is this person. Oh, my God. And it's it's so bad. And it's 99% of the time, folks, it's not real. That story that you're telling yourself is not true. That is exactly yeah. right. Yep. So yeah. communicate. Communicate, communicate, communicate. Love it. <laughs> All right. So, um, and it's funny you said that under invest. And then the T is for together. And I know that sounds obvious. Like, well, yeah, because it's a couple and they're together. But sure. I mean, like, you both have to want it. And it doesn't mean it has to be even. Sometimes one of you is going to be giving a lot more than the other. When you're in football season, Rosie's going to have to be the one giving a little bit more. It goes back and forth. But I also like to say the T stands for team. You have to remember that you're on the same team. So if you're on the same team, you don't keep score, right? Because if you do, you both lose. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So I would, I would think that's a hard one for people. Like, I think everybody does that in every relationship, right? So I've never heard that before. I think that's fantastic advice. Yep. Yep. You know, another way I like to, to, to say it is just think of it almost like tug of war, right? With tug of war, if you are on one side of the rope, Rosie's on the other, or, you know, who's ever listening, your partner's on the other, and you're both pulling and you're pulling against, against each other, your strength is cut in half. Mm. But if you're both on the same side, Pulling against, you know, the world, pulling against your opponent, whatever it is, your strength isn't cut in half. Your strength is doubled, right? Mm. So make sure you're pulling for each other. And it's the weirdest thing, the more that I did this with John. So when we were raising the kids and John was traveling all the time, there was one particular uh, moment when I was standing in my kitchen the kids were running, running late for school. I'm in my nightgown. My hair's disheveled. Uh, John comes sauntering into the kitchen in this suit with his suitcase and he looks so handsome. And I'm telling you, Jay, all I wanted to do was cut him down. And I wow. knew that the reason I wanted to cut him down was because I wasn't feeling good about myself. And something clicked in me and I said, give him a compliment. And I turned around and I looked at him and I said, John Gordon, you better watch yourself. You look so (laughs) handsome. The ladies are going to be checking you out today. And Jay, he got this smile, this little kid smile on his face that was so big. And that energy, like something about it just made me realize like, oh my goodness. I need to do this more often. And so I always say it's like a muscle. The more you start to give the compliments, the more you're lifting each other up, the more you, you know, let each other know you're on the same team, the easier it gets. Wow. Right. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. It takes practice. You know, so at my gym, Unbreakable, I just have this basic for all the coaches, a 10 point system. Like, I mean, when everybody comes in the door, we scream their name, like Norm from Cheers, because all our people are successful. And half the time they're like, 
do I want to get in the gym? Do I want to give up an hour? Do I got it? And they're on the phone, on the phone, on the phone. So the moment they get in there, the first thing we do is screaming at Catherine, right? Everybody, because they're like, oh, wow, because I'm trying to, we build community over there. But the last thing we do, I tell everybody, when our clients leave, make sure you compliment them. Because no matter what, we want somebody leaving these doors feeling better about themselves. And a lot of times, you know, we beat up on ourselves. Oh, today, today's workout wasn't as good, or today it wasn't as good as yesterday, or whatever it was. No, every day that you're in there, it's it's a plus. We've invested, as you're saying, yeah, right. And we're, you know, that compliment it goes so far in how a lot of our clients would spend the rest of their day. Like if you walk out of that gym, go, oh man, today was crappy because I I was worse today sparring than I was yesterday. Today's bad day. Or, hey man, great job today. What do you mean great job? Man, you fought through. You weren't you weren't feeling great. And you weren't this, and you fought through it. So think about that. Like you. You showed, showed so much resiliency today. Great job. Great job. Can't wait to see you tomorrow. And just changes everybody's mindset. It makes yeah. you feel great about this community. So exactly what you're saying, too. And, and you're right. It's like this keeping score. I've seen a lot of couples, right? And they, they get pissy with each other and they're not willing to do that. And I've even said something like, hey, why don't you, why don't you give him or her, you know, why don't you tell him and give him an attaboy or whatever? Like, ah, they don't deserve it or something like that. But yeah, you're on the same team and you do this. Every compliment builds that that other person up and it's um it can't it can't be an ego thing. It's gotta be like, hey, I'm just I'm giving out free compliments and they don't have to come back to me. You know, that's it. And I and I always say this too is be that person. Like don't wait for someone else to do it. Sometimes you have to be the bigger person, hmm. right? And just say it. You'd be surprised. So I love that you do that. Yeah. You do this at the the gym you're saying? Yes, yes. Yep. Every it. client they gotta leave. I want you guys to compliment them. I don't know how much my staff does it, but we're supposed to. I love it. I love it. Yep. Go ahead. Well, no, I'm going to say that's the grit framework, the G R I T. This is something you can use this framework, not just in relationships. I mean, you can really use it with your coworkers, with your friends, right? I mean, it's, it encompasses everything, right? Spirituality, right? A resolve to, you know, not walk away when things go bad, invest in your relationship and don't keep score. Do it together. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, a daily podcast from Hello Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Every weekday, we bring you conversations with the culture makers who inspire us. Like our recent episode with Hollywood royalty Regina and Raina King. We talked about the creative power of women's relationships. I feel like, thank God for women, like especially when it comes to Black women, the way we lean on our mothers, our grandmothers, our sisters, our friends, we're just each other's pulse. I mean, it's molecular, you know? Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. 
When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Tell me some of the like the feedback you've gotten. Right, You told me about the one couple, but other, like just you know, one or two other amazing stories, like, man, someone's marriage or business, whatever was going one way and, and use these and now yeah. resounding Test- success. Some testimonies. There, there's a <laughs> yeah. lot of them. Thank goodness. Here's the really interesting thing. There was one couple. Okay. And the other thing that kind of blows my mind is some of these people have actually stayed together for 20 or 25 years, but been miserable. You know, that's, yeah, I, I don't know if I could do it that long, but it's been the littlest things I find has moved the, the needle the most. So one couple that were on the verge of divorce and it goes back to something you said in that they didn't communicate. She started telling me some of the things that were happening. He was telling me some of the things that were happening that he didn't like. And I'm like, Oh, are you sharing that? Are you guys talking about how to work that out? Very basic things they weren't doing. So they start communicating. Oh, as a matter of fact, I have a free journal. Oh my gosh. On my website, I have a free action plan that really should, should be like a whole marriage course, to be honest. But I also have just a free journal and it's something like at night, it's three prompts that you guys could just right before you go to bed, look at each other and ask these three questions and answer them. So it's little things like that communicating. Here's another one on communication. Ask your partner on a scale of one to 10, how well do I communicate and what would make it a 10? Oh, wow. Do you ask a scale of one to 10, how am I as a partner or is that? Sure. I mean, it's kind yeah. I mean, that encompasses a lot, right? And then you can go into that. What would make me a better partner? Okay. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that. I love that. I love that. Absolutely love that. You know, it's interesting. Yeah. Rosie and I had a thing. Again, you'd be proud of me. Well, okay. some and then some not. I had a crazy, crazy, crazy work weekend work, but and she was dealing with her own stuff at work. But with her, because she has an identical twin, a lot of times she'll lean in to Renee and call her, and she'll go, "Well, I don't want to bother you with things, so I don't know what's really going on." And then so I'm, I don't know I I popped off about something, and then she started crying, and I'm like, "Where the fuck is this coming from?" She's like, <laughs> "I told you I had a bad day." I'm like, "No, you." You said you didn't like where you were, but you didn't, you lean into Renee, not me. So how am I supposed to know? And it, Rosie doesn't cry. She's always the happiest girl in the world. And it just came and I was in my own entitled space. So I'm going to kind of unload here because I'm just so stressed in that. And she, she just started crying. But one of the things we did come up with, I'm like, Hey, babe, it's you've got to let me, not your sister, me. I'm going to be your husband. You let me know what's really going on. So I could be there for you. She goes, well, I don't want to bring you down. I said, no, but you have to understand is the more I could be there for you, 
Mm-hmm. The happier, that more that lifts me up. I'm yes. able to be of service to you. Like I always talk about being of service to help us with our mental health issues. That doesn't always mean charity. I mean, it's, I could be of service to you. That lifts me up to be there for you. And Catherine, I had to convince her for like 10, like 10 minutes. Like, like Rosie, let me be of service to you. Lean into me Aww. and you make me feel better. No matter how crazy my work day is, this is what makes me feel great. And you know, you're my, you know, my everything. So we kind of, we talked that out. But it's like came out of kind of kind of nowhere of, like I said, like the communication part you're talking about. Like, I think Catherine and I are both saying, like, lean in your partner. Tell them. Like, they deserve it. They deserve to be told. And, uh, again, like you're saying, hey, how am I on a scale of 1 to 10? If I'm a 5, I, I may think I'm a 10. I don't know. Right? I may think. We all think we're doing great. Hey, I'm great. I'm Oh, I'm doing this and this. And she the only thing that matters is what she thinks. She thinks I'm a five. I better know it, but I deserve to know. I love that. You know, the other thing that I always talk about, and John talks about it a lot too in his book, The One Truth, is you heal in relationship, right? We can do all the work in the world and, and it's all good. It's great. But once you're in relationship, all your stuff really does kind of come out. So then how are you going to deal with it? And it's about healing in that relationship. And so like you're saying, learning, teaching, you're teaching each other how to communicate with you, with mm. each other, right? You're yeah. teaching each other how to support each other. Mm-hmm. And so it takes that. And so, you know, even like this older, I'm not going to say old, but older couple, you know, they've been married. Matter of fact, they were married 46 years, right? All of a sudden, She's decided she's going to start complimenting him every day, right? So it's never too late right. to to change and to do, yeah. you know, something to help your relationship. And if you're in it, you might as well make the best of it, right? Like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. like you're in it together. So let's 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 shoot for the stars here. And hey, I think this is really funny. Um, during COVID, oh my gosh, we wrote this book right before COVID, and when it came out. Yeah. During COVID, I mean, it was needed more than ever. And so, you know, we were on, I think it was Good Morning America or no, Today Show. And one of the tips and in the back of, a, of the book, John and I both give our, our 11 tips. I have mine and he has his. And one of mine is to flirt in the kitchen or just flirt, like flirt with your spouse. So when John travels all the time, I will just send him a text. Can't wait to see you. Right. Hey, handsome. Sometimes it might be a little bit more. All right. Hello, Grace. You're right. <laughs> I'm like, but, yeah, this one's really, my bathroom. Go ahead. Yeah. I know. I'm just, I just, you know, it's these, it's, right. it's these little things. So, so during COVID, right? Nobody was traveling. So I said, flirt in the kitchen. That was one of my tips. Oh my gosh. That went viral. Like wow. the simplest thing you don't think about yeah. looking over at your partner and just flirting with them, you know, right. because we all really want to feel wanted, no matter what. I don't care who you are. I don't care how famous. I don't care. Right. We all want to feel wanted and wow. desired. But you're also, you, you sat here and it's like, you're like, oh my gosh, when people don't know because we don't know where to turn. Like if I didn't meet you and John, I wouldn't know where to find a relationship coach. Like I look for coaches. I look for people I can learn from. And it's just not, it's, so I love what you're doing. I love that you're on here because where do we know, especially me and the center of dudism over here. We're a bunch of meatheads. I don't know where to go. And so it's, it's great to have somebody like you that we can learn from and all the men out there listen to this. So you could be better to your wives or fiance as a girlfriend because mm-hmm. they deserve it and we deserve yeah. it. But yeah. all the women out there, 
take note. You have someone here you could look up to, a very empowered woman. You said your website. Tell everybody your website. Oh, CatherineForReal.com. Okay. All right. Perfect. I'm just going to tell you this real quick. I'm going to end with this. I'm telling you, if you flirt with your partner, you're going to have more sex. I mean, right. I'm writing a whole book on it. And I don't mean that inappropriate. It's the truth, right? It just, <laughs> I mean, it's it's known to like right. stimulate different oxytocin and all that. So, you know, get back to that. <laughs> but yeah, yes, and- you can reach me, yeah. CatherineForReal.com and on Instagram at Catherine Gordon. Love it. All right. Last question. I ask all my guests this. Give me the one thing in your life that should have or could have broken you and didn't. And as a result, you came through the other side of that tunnel, unbreakable. Okay. I can think of a couple things, but I'm going to give you this one. So I moved out of my house at 16 years old. I had alcoholic parents. My dad tried to strangle me. Long story. I moved in with my drug dealing boyfriend and he always told me, you're never going to amount to anything. You can't do anything. And it was through that, that one day on this like crazy binge that we did where I said, that's it. I'm getting out of this. I'm getting out of it. And he would beat me. He would just really was very violent. Holy shit. And I got out of that relationship when everybody thought, first of all, they didn't think I was even going to live. Um, And I said, you know what? I'm changing my whole life. Nobody in my family had ever gone to college. And I literally went in, I got a loan and I went to college and I turned it all around. I left that town. I never went back. Oh so I think God. it had to be, yeah, going from, you know, being that with That makes you unbreakable. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But it's that trick. A lot of people, oh my God, I love this because so many people think they're trapped. You're not, mm-hmm. you're not, right? You can get out. I thought you also said trash for a minute and no, I'm going to tell you that trapped. I did, right. but no, I, I want to say something. You know, that those thoughts came into my head that I, that I, that I was trash. Right. Right. And I, I just, just, I had to break out of that. So Mm. yeah, you're right. You can change it. You can change your destiny. You can break those chains. And you can make that at least try immediately, like start putting things down. What can I do to change my trajectory or what I'm not happy with, whether it's something as vicious as what you went through or love or business or anything like that. Catherine, I am so proud to have you on. I'm so proud to call you a friend and a mentor and so glad you're there for definitely for Rosie also. So we can, she and I could walk this walk together forever. So thank you. Well, I love you guys. I can't wait to celebrate you. Thank you. And all the fun stuff you guys are doing ahead. We are planning on eloping in the Amalfi coast, like July. And that's it. We're just the two of us because, and neither of us really do stuff for ourselves. So we're going to do this for us. I think that's fantastic. I, I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for everything and for, you know, being a part of this journey on everywhere with me. Catherine we, Gordon, folks. We love you. Go to her website now. Love you, Catherine. Love you. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. 
Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.